Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. Money FM 89.3, good morning. It's the breakfast huddle with Elliot Danka and Barty Jagdish. Ryan Huang is on leave. He's back on Thursday. It's time now for the bigger picture where we're focusing on DBS's fourth quarter earnings report, the one that came out this morning. Yes, indeed. And we've seen a pretty impressive number. Net profit rose 37% to $1.39 billion, topping analysts' forecasts. Oh, let's get a bit of an overview of those results and more with Kelvin Wong, analyst at CMC Markets. Kelvin, good morning. How are you? Hey, good morning. Great. Let's uh, start off uh, with the overview. Uh, do you think the results align with your expectations? Well, uh, it's actually, if you look at the full-year uh, profit growth, uh, it's definitely aligned with my expectation. But it's slightly uh, disappointing on the uh, quarter-quarter basis because of Q4. So we look at our Q4 net profit right, it's actually down uh, 8% on the quarter-quarter basis. So one thing that is below my expectation is actually due to the net interest income. So net interest income actually fell uh, close to about 20% due to some similarity factor as well as uh, trading activities on the financial markets, which is uh, we start to see a bit of volatility coming into the markets in Q4 last year. Can you expand on the factors that you would attribute all of this to? All right. So if we were to look at uh, number one uh, for Q4 net profit, right, is uh, I believe that the net the the income. Okay, before going to the net interest income, we talk about the uh, net interest uh, margin, where it's loan growth. So interest rate has been pretty low. Uh, if you look at it for the whole of uh, last year, so that that can do, that that tend to give a bit of a pressure, uh, we call it a cap upside pressure on net interest margin. So uh, that that actually uh, kind of a see a bit of a downside pressure on a quarter quarter basis. But uh, going forward, right, what we actually reckon right now is that net interest margin is expected to, uh, to actually improve in, uh, into, the, uh, into, into the first half of this year and more pronounced into the second half of this year due to uh, federal, uh, the U.S. Central Bank as well as the rest of the de- developed nation banks uh, more hawkish uh, monetary policy to actually drive our interest rate higher to combat inflation. But that comes with a caveat, yeah. DBS CEO Pierce Good speaking through a statement this morning, talking about the solid 15% growth in fee income, um, yes. you know, hinting towards a recovering economic environment as well as broadly yes. diversified franchise. Your thoughts on this? But uh, do allow me to be a bit of a devil's advocate. Go for uh, it. Definitely, yeah, yeah, definitely it's a bit uh, optimistic, I would say that. Uh, because if we look at the situation right now, uh, yes, optimistic one hand because Singapore and Asia, we are now in a state of reopening, mm. uh, looking towards the aim to go back to activities on pre-COVID level. So Singapore and Asia tends to benefit from the uh, external environment, which is the tourism, and especially Singapore, we're talking about the uh, mines industry. So all this could actually add on to a bit of positive feedback loop and, and improve in loan growth uh, on this aspect. But don't forget, on another aspect over here is that there's this risk of tightening of monetary policy from the core economies. So you talk about the developed nation. So uh, usually you look at in historical perspective uh, and tightening a situation in a monetary policy from the core will actually cascade down to what I call lower external uh, demand from these core economies. So eventually uh, Singapore growth will, will tend to be a bit hampered by this uh, less of external demand due to uh, an increase or, 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 or more hawkish uh, monetary policies from the developed nation. So that we've got to pay it into very close attention, especially in the second half of this year. So let's say if inflation, global inflation, especially from the core economies, like you talk about the US, the Europe, UK, remains on a very high elevated levels, uh, we could start to see central banks' policy getting more tighter in, uh, beyond our expectation. 
So that could actually drive down external demand growth, which could actually put a bit of damper to our loan growth for our local banks, which include DBS Bank. But DBS has also pointed out that it's made significant investments by expanding their footprint in countries such as India, Taiwan, the Greater Bay Area. They're also building new digital platforms for additional engines. Let's not forget, this is something we talked about as well a few weeks ago. It announced last month it will acquire Cities Taiwan consumer business too. So how do all of these things play into the outlook? Okay, yes. So definitely right, we talk about this expansion of our city's strategic investment expansion. So that could actually uh, potentially drive longevity in terms of uh, upward growth momentum for DBS in terms of other areas like wealth management. So that's good for the long term. So if you're talking about for the short to mid term over here is that let's say in the second half of this year, we start to see the possibility of uh, stagflation. So stagflation where you start to see high inflation growth and very, very uh, low economic growth, despite that in Asia itself, we're now in the phase of uh, reopening to pre-COVID levels. But when that particular thing happened over here, uh, such speculation scenario takes here, it could add a bit of volatility or an increased volatility, I would say, in the financial markets in general. So we're talking about well-management business like the traditional management business in the products, like we're talking about a products that is from the basis of 60-40 portfolio or a certain, uh, we call it, entitled uh, 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 to 60-40 portfolio. This will start to see a bit of outflows from there because uh, what we see over here is uh, speculation risk. That's what ball wells to uh, stock market, which is equities. And what we see that fixed income duration uh, portfolios also get uh, a bit hit as well due to higher interest rate that drives uh, the, the the downside pressure of the market value of fixed income in steward because fixed income investment has been uh, I would say uh, enjoying significant inflow in the last uh, five years or so due to a very uh, persistent low interest rate environment that is about to change uh, in this year. Kevin, just uh, on, on, on a side note, it's been one mm. year since the Digital Asset Exchange was launched by DBS Bank. Uh, any thoughts on this considering their growth in the fourth quarter? At this moment, I do not have any uh, clear outlook on that. Sure. But I would say that uh, long-term-wise, we're talking about digi- uh, this digital exchange. Mm. It will definitely be beneficial to DBS. Because, uh, but unfortunately, I do not have uh, any clarity yet uh, to actually have a very firm, uh, we call it concrete view in the short to medium term. No worries. Now, the bank yeah. has enjoyed a good run in its share price this year. How do you feel about its current valuations? All right. So uh, if you look at current valuation, it's uh, slightly a bit stretched uh, because it's actually go about slightly about one, one standard deviation away from the price-to-book value, which is at the average five-year average of about 1.3. So definitely, if you look at the current situation right now, in fact, if you look at the share price of DPS as a whole, it's actually up close to about 20%. Okay, a uh, year, uh, year to date price, uh, mm. or even three months. So all this actually, uh, very interesting is actually outperformed the U.S. stock market. Okay, even if you look at the S&P and Nasdaq 100. So these are the U.S. market actually outperformed uh, three, four years back ago. So one of the reason why we talk about Singapore market, especially DBS shares outperformance, is due to its defensive nature. And if you look at the dividend yield, so dividend yield has been actually one of the components that actually supporting the current. We call it upside momentum in DBS share price because if you look at the situation right now, short to medium term uh, market investors or traders they are seeking uh, we call it a safe more quality uh, stocks rather than growth stocks that will tend to get hit on on we call a higher interest rate in the first in in, in the first uh, step of this uh, monetary policy tightening scenario that is actually taking shape globally. So uh, for the initial stage of the tightening monetary policy scenario. Companies that have stable uh, or higher dividend yield, which is DBS, one of them, if you look at uh, their quarterly dividend for 
for for this. I mean, the the latest dividend actually actually hiked the dividend to actually make it to annualize. We call it a nine percent annualized dividend. So that's uh, pretty much uh, of a buffer in terms of stability. So yes, valuation can be a bit overstretched. But due to the current situation right now in the general marketplace, uh, if we talk about the global stock market, due to heightened uh, risk from from from, from this uh, hawkish uh, global central bank policy, especially from the Fed and the rest of the developed nation, stocks that actually offer uh, more defensive plays like DPS will tend to actually benefit in this uh, environment. All right, we've been speaking with Kelvin Wong, analyst at CMC Markets. Appreciate your time this morning, sir. Take care and stay safe. Stay safe. So, see you again soon. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.